0: What's good, guys? It's your host, Adrian Evans. Welcome to the Black Wealth Media Podcast, where we dive into the stories of black entrepreneurs and we talk about how we can create wealth and build legacy within the black community. Let's get into this episode. Today's episode is sponsored by SC Cosmetics. SC Cosmetics is a brand that was created by Samari Evans, a certified chemist. The brand consists of natural makeup products such as lip balms, eyeshadows, lipsticks, lip scrubs, and many other natural products. Shop at secosmetics.com or come visit in-store at 3710 Rinalda Road, Winston-Salem, NC 27106.
1: man you ready to get started let's do it man i didn't even get a chance to look at your questions so we're just gonna uh i actually don't really look at questions often really when i do podcasts so we'll just roll man
0: it's all good let's get it all right all right guys uh welcome to the black world media podcast guys i have a special guest his name is dj hargrave Uh, he is the owner of modern grid apparel and 20 and 20 city fashion week man dj why don't you uh give the audience a little bit of background on yourself man
1: what's going on man first of all thank you for having me on a pack on the podcast man I'm honored and excited to be here man um no
0: problem, no
1: problem. so yeah man i I'm uh long story short man I am a young man from winston-Salem North carolina Um, uh, mid-sized city of about a quarter million people and man I'm just I'm just here today man just trying to uh impact as many lives as possible man that's that's really the mission behind why I wake up every day and uh am excited to just get after it bro I I uh, was born and raised here uh, basically from age, like, 3 to 17. The game of basketball okay. was my whole life. Okay. Um, you know, I don't have some crazy story about, you know, like, some kind of struggle I went through when I was younger, man, and this and that, like most podcast yeah. guests, man. I'm just a regular dude, man, that I love to play basketball, man. That was my youth, really. Um, was always a quiet kid, Um, always wanted to be somebody, and yeah. – I guess that follows into who I am today. Um, but yeah, man, and just play basketball, man, was trying to be somebody was really shy, really quiet, but I always knew that I wanted to somehow, some way be in front of people, be out there and just impact people's lives in some way, man. So, um, ended up going to uh, school here in North Carolina as well. That was where I found my entrepreneurial spirit. Um, that was where I met my current business partners with twin city fashion week. Um, that's when I kind of developed that entrepreneurial spirit to start my first businesses, and that was also when I really got that confidence to um, start putting out content on the internet, which leads to you know where we are today with all the stuff on TikTok and YouTube that I do. It really started when I was in school, man, just with that free time I had, and um, you know, man, I, I just followed that path, man. I just I, once I start things, man, I like to really maximize my potential, man. You know, whether it's in the gym yeah. pumping iron or whether it's starting a clothing brand with Modern Grit or anything I do, man. I just, you know, I want to seek out its full potential. Um, That's why I go so hard with everything I do, man. Um, I graduated in 2018, and now I'm just in a place, man, where I'm just trying to build Modern Grit, build Fashion Week, um, and at the same time put out content with my personal brand, uh, which I believe is how you found me, man, and and just try to impact as many lives as possible.
0: Okay, okay. Now, um, speaking of, you know, uh, pumping iron man I, i've seen some of your videos like are you um are you trying to become like a bodybuilder or are you just trying to like just just get in shape in general
1: bro you know what man it's it's crazy because i don't know <laughs> dude <laughs> sometimes man i was like why am i doing all this i, I yeah. really wonder that and funny story i was actually supposed to compete in a powerlifting meet <clears throat> this august and yeah. then just with fashion week schedules work schedules uh and and competitions being filled up super fast um i wasn't able to actually get into the meets or make it work with my schedule um and those were the two quickest local meets that i could find that were that were soon so now i'm not able to compete in those man and so um now man i, I just go hard man just because i want to see my potential man like i don't necessarily want to be a bodybuilder because yeah. uh or like a pro by any means because i like to go out and have some drinks with friends i like to enjoy myself you know i'm, I'm not a guy that's trying to like get super lean and have the best physique in the world. I just want to be big and strong because I like how it feels. Um, but then I also don't want to be a world-class power lifter just because like, I, I just don't want to risk injury by training like that all the time. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I just, I really care about size and I'll be honest, man, I want to look good. So I just don't want to be like a power lifter right, and, right. <laughs> and just kind of leave it at that, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely feel that. Now, where'd you go to school?
1: So I went to High Point University. It's about 20 minutes from Winston-Salem, where I'm from, and it's about an hour and a half outside of Charlotte, which I know is a city a lot of people are familiar with. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. High Point, High Point, that's a very beautiful school.
1: Dude, High Point's incredible, man. High Point is a, a is highly responsible for who I am today, man. I mean, look, I I went into High Point at 17, 18, like a, a damn near a mute, man. Like, yeah. I, I, I didn't talk to people. Um, I was really shy. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my career or anything like that. And um, it just got to a point, man, where <laughs> I, I found myself in such an extraordinary environment around so many amazing people doing amazing things. Dude, I met the co-founder of Twitter, uh, uh, Biz Stone. I met uh, wow. Mark Randolph, the co-founder of Netflix. I met uh, Steve Wozniak, yeah, um, who co-founded Apple, or really, I guess you could say found Apple, <laughs> but I won't get into that. Like, like. Yeah. I met so many incredible people, man. And it just brought that greatness out of me, bro. So I just, I love HPU, man. I want to do a lot for that school. I want to give them uh, a lot of money someday. And uh, I really love that place, man. Yeah. That, that's what's
0: up, man. Like, tell me, like, you know, what was that very first moment that you decided to change and just be kind to come a new you?
1: So really that moment for me was when I was 19 years old man I was and this was a pivotal moment for me I was a freshman at HPU at High Point University and it was getting towards the end of the year it was final exams and with final exams being there you know I, I didn't have much to do I was just wrapping up with everything like it's, it's kind of a weird time man campus is dead and uh you're just you're just kind of hanging out really and yeah. I get to a point where I'm like man I need to do something with my time dude I was a broke college kid, man. I think I had like twenty seven dollars in my bank account, like yeah. to my name. You know, I didn't really work much because, I mean, I was in school. I didn't work at all, really. I was in school, and um, you know, I was just like, man, I need to do something with my time, bro. So I spent twenty dollars buying a domain on Squarespace, um, and and I would rent a camera from the library at High Point University. I would also rent my laptop from high, from High Point's library because. Um, my current laptop was broken that I had at the time, and um, I literally started my my uh, blog slash writing slash modeling career from scratch with that stuff from HPU, man. And once wow. I got my hands on that equipment that I had to get really resourceful to get, once I had something that had my name on it, something that I owned, even though I didn't have a, a legal LLC, just having something that was in my possession, that was mine, that I could literally take from nothing to something just having that feeling of power it changed everything for me bro that's when the ambition really turned on man when i was 19 that was also when i got serious in the gym too um yeah. so that, that was a pivotal moment for me the end of my freshman year
0: wow so so you know the the web the domain that you bought in in uh you know the website um is it like is it still you know in use like or did you like change it up or has it brought you to you know creating Fashion Week and creating your apparel?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so here here's the full timeline, man. I bought tailormade-style.com when I was this. That was the first domain that I bought. Yeah. Um, and that was you know I was first getting into menswear. I was really passionate about men's clothing, especially suits. And so that's what I would blog about, and what I would uh, what I would wear, and I would get free clothes from companies and whatnot. So I was doing that at the time, and um, it was everything kicked off really quickly for me. Six months in, I got sponsored by Express, and and wow. and w- once that happened, man, I was like, "Dude, I got to take this and run with it." So yeah, with, with all that attention started, you know, garnering um, the folks over at Greensboro Fashion Week, um, I was uh, scrolling through the Explore page on my Instagram, and I. DMed uh Greensboro Fashion Week. I think they they said they were looking for a writer for their uh for their team, writer or a blogger. And so I just DMed them and was like, hey, uh, you know, I'd like to do this. And I was competing against people that were in Raleigh, Charlotte, people that had tens of thousands of followers, and I had like a thousand. I was I was a nobody. Yeah. But for some reason, just off of the energy, man, they um they liked me and what I was doing, man. And so they chose me. And um, uh, Intern for Greensboro Fashion Week for a few years and then um, that's how I met my business partners through Fashion Week who I ended up starting Twin City Fashion Week here in Winston-Salem um, and so that's kind of how that path led to, to Fashion Week man and then of course with me always being in, in the clothing industry I was always passionate about uh, clothes and then of course the gym became a big part of my life and so I was like alright well what can I start that can marry the to where I can still be involved in the clothing but then also have the gym involved and that's where modern grit uh was kind of born
0: that's powerful that's very powerful now um you know tell me like when it comes to twin city fashion week what was that process like creating it
1: man uh that that first year of fashion week man which was in 2019 that was the most stressful pr- for me personally that was probably the most stressful time i've ever had and it wasn't stress as in you know, I don't know how I'm going to eat my next meal stress. You know, I yeah. have business partners that are not going to let me fail. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying within the, within the context of having this big production to put on, having all these people that, that I'm, you know, kind of, uh, I'm kind of orchestra. I'm kind of like the orchestrator, you know what I'm saying? with, with all these other people, um, mm-hmm. having so many pieces to put together and having to really make a name for the, for the brand and make a name for myself. Um, because you know, I'm the hometown kid, man. Um, you know, I don't want to give myself a lot of credit, but there's not a lot of uh, people here in Winston that are entrepreneurial, that are doing a bunch of stuff, man. So I felt like I had something to prove. I had to, I had to prove that I wasn't just some kid with, you know, that's just kind of starting something, trying to make a bunch of money. And I'm just yeah. going to like, you know, not do it well. You know, I really want to prove that I wanted to pursue excellence, that I wanted everything to be perfect. And so um, it was a lot of stress and pressure, man. But it ended up being incredible um, like I said, a lot of moving pieces, a lot of personalities, a lot of people you're dealing with, man. I mean, that's, that's the biggest part of it, man. You, you have to have emotional intelligence, you right. have to have patience, you have to be able to handle stress, you have to be able to handle pressure, you have to, um, understand how to communicate effectively, make sponsors happy. Um, you have the, uh, the, the money and the accounting piece, you have the creative side with not stepping on designers toes, but also giving them the, the freedom to express themselves with what they put on the runway. Um, you have volunteers you have models models have you know personalities that you know <laughs> and and you know it's just it's a lot uh, to deal with man but i love everyone that's a part of it and at the end of the day it's always worth it
0: right that's what's up now now tell me man so dealing with all these people how are you able to just kind of maneuver through like a typical day of planning you know Uh, how are you able to maneuver through mentally and just kind of not get stressed out or just not get too stressed?
1: Well, I'll tell you what, man, it's because I care. Like it's because uh, above everything, man, I want these people to do well. Um, Dude, I I know this is kind of like a buzz phrase that a lot of people like to use, but I genuinely don't care about the money, man. Um, Yeah. You know, I, I really want to see, the sponsors. I, I'm very passionate about my city and the, the new businesses that come into town and the old existing businesses that have been around for a while. I want to see them do well. I really mean that. You yeah. know, I want to see these models, these designers, any, someone that's that's volunteering, that wants to be a designer or wants to be involved in the industry in some way that's trying to get their feet wet. I want to see all these people do well, man. So it's all about your intent. Yeah. My intent is to get these people to the next level. My intent is not for them to like I mean, I want to see them come back to Fashion Week, of course, but my real intent is to get them to the next level in their lives and in their careers. So when it comes from a place of like caring and almost not looking at it as in this person works for me, but I'm trying to help them get to where they want to be, um, it really takes the stress and the pressure off because all the emails, all the phone calls, all the adjusting details, all the adjusting production details, all of the tough conversations you have to have, it's not... It's not a burden. It's I, I know that it's just something that's a part of the process that we have to do in order to get these people to where they want to be in their lives and in their careers ultimately, and that takes the pressure off.
0: Yeah, that's that's what's up. Now, one thing you said, uh, um, you know, you're a hometown kid, and I think, uh, I think it's important because one thing that I notice is, like, a lot of people, they leave their city because they feel like a different place will be better for them. And so my question to you is like what what was it about?
1: So I'll tell you what, man. Um so I I got to HPU. I got I I keep saying HPU. Um I got to High Point University when I was in it was 2014 and I graduated in 2018. Yeah. And man, in those four years, five years, man, um, say the same changed a lot. Yeah. What's the Salem completely flipped upside down, bro? I, I don't know if you'll be able to Google pictures or just look up anything about you know what's the Salem in 2011, what's the Salem 2012, and you look up what's the Salem yeah. 2021, bro? Oh man, dude, it is crazy, man. Um, the city's completely flipped upside down. So example or reason number one was that I came home from school and I saw uh, after getting an education, man, I saw things from a di- from a different perspective and I saw the potential. I saw all these new um, businesses coming into town. I saw all these new um, apartment buildings building, being built, like luxury apartments downtown. I saw, yeah. uh, you know, I, I worked I worked very close with uh, city government officials. So I, you know, I get a little uh, sneak peek, a little uh, early sneak peek into what's coming to Winston. You know, yeah. what new businesses are coming, what new companies are coming, like new plans for construction and and all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, dude, this place is actually uh, – on the up-and-up, man, Winston-Salem is really in a renaissance right now. Right, right. Um, so that's reason number one, man. Reason number two is, is just because I saw that potential and everything that's been going on here recently with the renaissance phase that ran. Um, I want to build something or some things in modern grit and Twin City Fashion Week, things that will draw people to Winston-Salem. You know, something to wear, like back when, like, 2010, 2011, 2012, you know, the joke was, oh, man, you know, Winston is, like, the bottom of the totem pole, you know, when it comes to, like to like metropolitan cities like in North Carolina, you know, compared to Raleigh, Durham, Charlotte, um, Wilmington, you know, all these places, man, like once it's kind of at the bottom of that list, but if I can contribute to that or the opposite of that, I guess, and build incredible companies or build incredible things that can draw people to the city, like have people come to Modern Grits gym, have people travel from all across the world to Twin City Fashion Week to come to Winston-Salem. That only helps the growth of the city, man. So that's right. a, that's a big part of uh why I've I've decided to stay here for now and uh just kind of do whatever I can to help the city grow.
0: Yeah, that's fine, man. That that definitely shows like some dedication. That's what's up. <clears throat> now, um let me ask you something, man. Like, you know, before uh high point, um, where were you? Like, you know, what was life like for you?
1: Man, I just uh woke up, went to the gym. Uh, and by the gym, I don't mean pumping iron. I mean on a basketball court.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, um, had some girlfriends here and there. Um, you know, man, just hang and just hung out with my boys, man. I had like three friends, dude, three or four friends. I would just spend time with them, play basketball, man, and that was kind of my life, brother. I mean, yeah. Um, you know, I I will say I don't think anyone really knows who they are at that age, but I really didn't know who I was. And I was just trying to get through the day, man. Just trying to like fit in a little bit, try to do well on the court, bro. And that was pretty much it, man. A, a big part of what I always talk about when I refer back to my time in high school and middle school and stuff is my shyness, because I, I'll get uh, a few confident or excuse me, I'll get a few um, comments from people about you know confidence, you know how I, I speak a lot in public, you know I do a lot of public speaking, a lot yeah. of speeches. I put out YouTube videos. I'm on TikTok. And people ask me, how are you so confident to be able to go on camera? How are you so confident to be able to speak to all these people and run teams for fashion? And it's just like, because I had a problem, and that problem was shyness. You know, when when I was younger, man, I, I didn't know how to talk to people. And yeah. um, I got to a point in my life where I was like, bro, I'm not going to be able to navigate life the way I want to and become the man that I want to be if I can't handle this problem. Yeah. Um, so i went through a real just gruesome process man like late high school early college of just learning how to like overcome social anxiety or how to
0: what's up guys i hope you're enjoying the show if you are i want you to take a screenshot of yourself listening and i want you to tag at underscore the black both media Pod. that'll be a big help as far as getting the message out also I want you to go ahead and leave a five-star review and go ahead and subscribe. Let's get back to the show.
1: deal with social anxiety. I don't think it ever really goes away, but dealing with social anxiety, like trying to understand people, you know, a little bit of psychology, why people think the way they think, how can I add value to people's lives? How can I just just simply hold a conversation, man? That was a big part of my discovery process um, when I was like, before I got to HPU, man, and even a little bit into me being at HPU. Um, so that's kind of like my life before HPU, man.
0: Yeah. Now, now tell me, like, you know, when you were going through this process, were there like books you were reading? Were there, you know, articles you kept reading just to kind of figure out, like, what type of guy you wanted to become?
1: Yeah, so I definitely read How to Win Friends and Influence People, I would look at uh, guys like like Tony Robbins. I used yeah. to read a lot of John Maxwell, like um, all these guys, man. And they were kind of like OGs, like older guys, right? Like there weren't really many guys my age I was looking up to or guys that were in their 20s, like the young, cool guy with the Lambo. You know, that's kind of like a new thing, really. Yeah. Um, so they were all like OGs, man, and like the self-development in pl- the self-help and personal development space. Those yeah. were the guys I was looking up to. And those are the guys whose videos I was watching and guys who, you know, I was reading their books and just trying to read books on leadership, on communication, on, um, you know, th- like books, like how to win friends and influence people and books similar to that. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, and, 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 in, in order to overcome that social thing that I was talking about, it wasn't so much about reading books. It was more so just about getting reps with talking to people. Now the books help working on yourself helps. Yeah. Um, yeah. But really, just getting putting myself out there was the biggest uh, the biggest factor in, in in me on that journey and just that day to day grind of just trying to like become a new man from head to toe.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> would you say you're still in that process, or do you feel like you're where you want to be?
1: <clears throat> I'm. I'm. I'd say. Uh, I'll say I'm far from who I used to be. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have a long way to go you know, um, dude, I mean, it's, it's nothing for me to walk into businesses and and ask for certain people and ask them certain questions and just talk. That's nothing for me to do right now, but, but at the same time, um, or for even find myself in a social setting, you know, and and just go up to new people and talk to new people. That's not really a big deal for me anymore, but I also feel like if I was where I wanted to be, um, I would have a lot more connections. My network would be a lot bigger.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know you know more people would be involved with fashion week more people would know about modern grit you know so i feel like i still have a long way to go man so i'm definitely still on the journey that's
0: fire. that's fine man so let's talk about modern grit a little bit man so you know how did you come up with that name like what so, inspired that
1: i always wanted to start a clothing brand what's funny is i always said i never wanted to design clothes and here i am but yeah. <laughs> um dude man back went back uh in 2020 The beginning of COVID, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, all my excuses were gone. And I finally had the time to start it, man. And the concept behind Modern Grit came from a philosophy that I've believed in for years, but I never thought to start a clothing brand of it. So back when I was 22 years old and I graduated from college, um, I was in a place where I was working but I was still trying to continue the things that I was doing kind of while I was in school. Not all the things. I'm just talking about, like, working out, yeah. spending time with friends, being able to see my family because I was close to home, and getting my schoolwork done, and having time for myself to kind of rejuvenate my soul, you know, and do the things I want to do, engage in hobbies. And I found that it was so hard to do that, man, especially when I got a 40-hour-a-week job. But that's a lot of time out of your week. Right. Forty hours, man. Oh my gosh. Um, and 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 I'm trying to like eat my healthy meals, you know, eat my meals so I can get some gains. Go to the gym, you know, go on dates, um, hang out with my friends, work on my side hustles, hit the gym. It's a lot, man. It's
0: it is, yeah.
1: It is extremely difficult. And I was like, all right, well, I've kind of cracked the code a little bit. Like I've I've kind of figured out how to do all this, but. What can I create that's like a physical representation of that concept? Like what's something to where um I can create a brand that tells people, hey, don't just get in the gym and get in really good shape. Um, also work on your career. You don't you don't want to be a jack dude that's broke, you know, or that stays broke. (laughs) You don't want to be a rich dude that's like the wolf of Wall Street. You know, doing quaaludes and like not taking care of yourself, and then your family hates you. You know what I'm saying? Like you, right. you don't want to be either one of those guys, man. Right. So what can I create that tells that tells men and women, hey, um, don't just don't just like channel your ambition into one area of your life. Um, you got you got to be well rounded. Like you got to almost have it all. And that kind of goes against traditional self help advice, man. Because a lot of self help personal development advice is like, hey, you got to sacrifice, you got to give it all up. Like people, you know, you gotta grind until your eyeballs bleed and sleep five hours a night, you know, and or or you also have the other side of that to where people, you know, are in the gym and they just all they care about is their physique, which is fine if that's what you want to do. But then they're just like, oh, like they act like and I might hurt some feelings here, but I think that some people act like having the ultimate physique is the ultimate form of ambition. I will say that it is probably the hardest one of the hardest um but there you you can do that but there are also other forms of ambition that are extremely important bro if you're gonna care that much about your physique and try to make a career out of it learn business so that you can make a business out of your body Right. you know like like you you gotta learn all these different facets of life man you know um and then also man the last aspect is with family man finding time to take care of your family and your relationships bro because you know, I don't know about everybody else, but I don't want to get to my end of my life. And I'm like, dang, dude, like I didn't spend enough time with my parents, you know, mm-hmm. or if I have a child, you know, hey, I dang. I mean, I'm worth 100 mil, but I didn't I mean, I barely saw my kids, you know, and right. I understand that, you know, you, you do have to sacrifice things um, in order to become successful. I have missed out on things, um, but I haven't missed out on everything. You know, like I, I there's. There's just not a time where I've just completely dropped everybody and just not seen my friends for a year. You know what I'm saying? Or something crazy, man. You always, I feel like in order to not live with regret, you have to find that balance between making sacrifices to move forward and kind of make sacrifices that most people are not willing to make while also recognizing the importance of taking care of your health, recognizing the importance of your relationships and your family and saying, hey, like, I'm not going to be able to, you know, hang out with the boys at happy hour every day, like like a lot of people do. But, you know, I can block out, you know, one of my nights a week, maybe even two, if I get a lot done. I can block out one or two nights a week to hang out with my friends, man. You know what I'm saying? Like like you, it's just all about finding that balance.
0: Yeah. I agree, man. Um, uh, you know, I agree with you, especially on the like grinding so hard, you just kind of your health goes out the window. Um it's it's this guy named Clothing brand called Sleepers for Suckers, and he's not actually saying Sleepers for Suckers because, excuse me, you know he he will sleep, but he had his philosophy is, um, if you put like one percent a day, like he spent an hour a day after his job working on his business, and like now he's a full time entrepreneur, so it's like if you put in that one percent a day like you're going to have a huge outcome and it's just like a book um a book i read called atomic habits and it literally talks about that same thing and making your environment conducive to you so when it comes to um going after your goals it it just becomes easy you know what i'm saying um so i I definitely agree with you on that man
1: Um, yeah but it's really about like it it really is about like making small progress every single day, bro. And, and, yeah. and making the sacrifices and having discipline to make that 1% progress every day is a big deal because what people do is they start something new. So then they drop all the parts of their life that they enjoy and then they burn out and they stop. Yeah. Um, you know, I, like, like, I'll give you an example, man. Like, so this is like my schedule Monday through Friday Monday until Monday morning until Friday at about 5 6 p.m. is all work. Like, I I rarely take time to play at all. Like, it's by the time it's Friday, bro, I've worked 80 hours, like on a normal week. Um, if it's a soft week, I've worked like 70, maybe 65, but usually 80 hours by Friday. Friday afternoon and evening, it's all friends and family, it's all letting loose, it's all enjoying. Then I work a little bit on Saturday, and then about Saturday around lunchtime, maybe even early afternoon, I cut it off and I will just spend like 12 hours just enjoying my life. And then Sunday I try not to do anything. Yeah. Um, and in order for me to like t- make those sacrifices Monday through Friday, it takes a lot more than people think. Like, like I'll literally grind for like four or five hours a day on Fashion Week and Modern Grit. But in order for me to make that happen Monday through Friday, it takes a lot of sacrifice that most people are not willing to take. And I, I think I think people just lose context as to what sacrifice is, man. Um, you know, it's it's not a thing where you just got to give up everything and just be just you can do that if you want to. It'll I think it'll work. But that's just not how I don't want to look back at the end of my life. And I didn't spend any time doing anything. You know, I feel like it's about making sacrifices that most people cannot make. Most people cannot work the schedule. i our work Monday through Friday. And that I, I feel like that's enough. But then also there's another extreme to it where you're just like working. 12 hours, I mean, 18 hours a day, seven days a week. And it's just like, dude, there's no, there's no, I mean, I just don't think that's conducive. I don't think that's productive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kind of give me, give me an example of, you know, like Monday through Friday, like what kind of things are you sacrificing specifically if you don't mind?
1: So uh, typically I don't really go out and socialize um like monday through friday uh or or monday through friday at five o'clock i'll say yeah so i don't do that um usually if people ask me to hang like if, if my boys I, I have like three of my boys here they're like my ride or dies bro. i would drop anything for them Yeah. and they're also really ambitious dude man dudes man dudes are hustlers bro so i know that they hit me up on a tuesday or a wednesday and they're like hey bro can we hang out I know we need to hang out. Like first of all, because we're gonna talk about making money in business. Secondly, I know they're probably going through something that they need to share with me. You know, and and yeah. those are just my boys. So it doesn't happen often, but I'll, I'll drop stuff for them, man. But anyone outside of them, and if they offer me to hang out, ask me to do something Monday through Friday, I'm I'm pretty much gonna say no.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, when um during the week, you know, I I I have opportunities. I do. I have a lot of meetings, whether it's through Fashion Week or through work. I have a lot of meetings and people. You know, we we go to lunch. We go to coffee. That coffee shop sells donuts. We go to lunch. I have the option to get burger and fries. You know, most people eat what they want to eat. I have to, you know, say, you know, what? I'm going to get a salad. I'm going to get a this, and I eat healthy options. You know, throughout the week. Um, I guess that's another form of sacrifice. Um, let's see. I mean, what else, man? Um, you know, this is kind of a nuanced one, but um. You know, I'm I'm not really dating that much right now, Um, you know, kind of put girls on the side just because uh, just running around like crazy like I am right now. I just don't have time, you know, right now. And um, I guess you could say that's the sacrifice I'm making. And um, uh, last one is I don't really travel that much, man. Um, That money I could be spending on trips and whatnot. I really put it into my business. Yeah, Um, I'm not, you know, and I went to school with a lot of people like this, man. People love to travel, bro. And I, I love to travel, too. I don't love it enough to like put my future on hold for it. Um, I enjoy my day-to-day life so much um, that I just, I just don't feel like I'm missing out that much by sacrificing like vacations, man. Um, I, I really am happy with the decision I make to like spend most of my money putting it back into the business and getting healthy food. You know what I'm saying? Doing stuff like that instead of traveling all the time because traveling is freaking expensive, dude. I mean, yeah, You'll spend three grand on on a trip, two grand, one grand, even eight hundred. Like, bro, any anything, pretty much any trip you go on, like, (laughs) it's it's a lot. And uh, I just I'm just not really doing a lot of that right now, man. Just really hunkering down and just grinding so that when I'm thirty, you know, I can go on a trip whenever I want to. I still go on a trip like once or twice a year right now, really once a year, um, really twice. But that's another sacrifice I'm really making right now. So that's just to name a few.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, man. Um well let me let me ask you something. What kind of you give to someone that is into fashion and you know, they may want to start their own clothing line or they may wanna um, you know, start an event and just, you know, grow it. Like what kind of advice would you give to that person?
1: I would say like number one, you need to have your right intent in mind because if you don't have the right intent, you're gonna burn out. Um it has to be bigger than you. has to be bigger than a Lambo. It has to be bigger than any of that stuff, man. It has to be about the people. Um, and it has to be about serving people, whether it's through a product or a service. It has to be about serving people in some aspect. Number two, like be hyper-organized, um, especially if you're doing an event. Uh, th- the main difference between when I'm stressed with Fashion Week stuff and when I'm not stressed with it is how organized I am. When I let my organization go by the wayside, that's when stuff gets messy and Uh, I, I, it just gets overwhelming, man. But if you keep things tight, organized, you'll be in good shape. Um, you'll be in really good shape. And then if you're looking to start like a clothing brand, man, I would just say, man, just make sure everything you make is of quality and to the standard that you want it to be. I don't drop that much stuff for modern grit right now. Um, I'm about to come out with a drop in about two weeks, um, maybe a little less two or three weeks, but, um, I really take my time with putting out products because I want to make sure everything is right. I'm also in a phase where I'm not worried about making money right now. I'm worried about making every single product as high of a quality product as possible so that every time people see, feel, and think modern grit, they think high quality. And, you know, even though you may not be able to launch that much product, you might not be able to spend a thousand dollars on Facebook ads or anything like just make sure that everything you do is high quality because even though your growth will be slow, um, people will know you have a good product and the most effective form of marketing is word of mouth marketing. You may not be, you may, you may be in a position to where I am where you're not dropping stuff that often, but if everything that you drop is incredible, people are going to be talking about modern grit when you're not working on it. People are going to the gym, wearing it. People are going out to wherever, uh, wherever they go, rocking it and people see the logo, people feel the fabric. They're talking about it. So even if you're not able to like have a bunch of money and not, able to start with a bunch of money up front bro just making high quality products will do the word of mouth marketing for you and yeah. you're just able to just focus on other things. Okay that's solid man
0: well you know what I appreciate man I, I got one more question for you um how can people uh get in contact with you whether it be through social media or uh you know email or you know something
1: yeah man so uh, social media I am everywhere at dj hargrave that's d is in dog j h a r g r a v e and um yeah tiktok instagram uh facebook i think uh twitter even though i'm not really on twitter like that uh and then also my email is djh at dj all right well dj man i
0: appreciate you for giving me this opportunity to interview you bro
1: Thank You brother, yeah, you're a great, you're a great interviewer, man. Great questions, and uh, I really appreciate you, bro. Thank you, man.
0: Thank you, man. All right, guys, we're gonna get out of here. That's the end of the episode again. I had uh, DJ Argrave, and uh, that's it, people. We out. Peace.
1: Thank you, man. Yep. <laughs>
0: What's up guys? It's me again. So tell me, what'd you think about the show? I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag at underscore the Black Wealth Media pod and share this on your Instagram stories with your friends. That would be very appreciated. Also go inside the podcast app to subscribe, leave a five-star rating and a five-star review. This helps us get the message across all over the world so more people can listen. On top of that, I really do hope you guys enjoy the show. And I'll see you next week on the Blackwell Media Podcast.